Hello everyone and welcome to Beyond the Ball with me, Colly. This week I am joined by Paddy. Yep. <laughs> and I am joined by Water. How's it going, everybody? Lads, lads, lads. Two depressed Man United fans, and it's great to see. Um, <laughs> we're going to be covering all all the Manchester United issues we had they have going on at the moment this week. Uh, we're going to be chatting a little bit about COVID going through football and just fucking COVID in general. We, we've tried our best not to really talk about it, but um, at this stage, it's kind of fucking destroying our Christmases, some would say. Um, so we're going to be talking a little bit about that. We have the weekend fixtures, so we were going to be looking at kind of midweek, but they're pretty much over now. So um, we're going to look at Saturday, Sunday, and then I think there's one on Monday night as well. So um, we're going to look at them, and then there's I think there's one question sent in from one of the followers on Instagram. So, lads, we are <laughs> going to jump straight in. <laughs> What's Why are you about to cry, Paddy? You're, you're talking about Saturday and Sunday's fixtures. I've been preparing. Are we not doing Wednesday and Thursday's fixtures? No, 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 no. They're gone. No. I'm true, <laughs> true them out. I'm true them out. i true them out. We can get score predictions, but I want to talk about the rest of them. Because <laughs> I want the full a full fixture list. But anyway. Uh, right, lads. Paddy, to even depress you more, we're going to jump into Manchester United. Um, I'm going to put that I'll, scrolling down the bottom. If we're doing COVID and Man United, um, I'm I'm drinking. So, uh, <laughs> Santi, Santi, oh yeah, Santi got me a nitro sword. What a piece of kit! I swear to God, it's unbelievable. Oh, please, I don't want to pour it all over my computer now. No, I want to see it. Is it light, light flashing there? Oh, it's beautiful. So, how does it work? So you hear it, it works like a vibrations going through the top. You stick it on top of your can. And then, like a pint right. of Guinness, you'd pour in the pub, Um, you just do it. Now, I've I've had my uh, my glass in the freezer as well, just to make it extra extra sumptuous and beautiful. Um, so at Guinness Diageo, you've done some hell of a job because if I'm stuck in my house and I'm throwing out a pub at eight o'clock, I want to be able to have a de- decent pint of Guinness, and this <laughs> does the job. What a machine! So you let that. So settle. what you do? Yeah, as so you, you did the same thing at the pub. Seconds, and then you just top yeah. it up at the very end. But yeah, would recommend we'll it to anybody. We'll and I actually re- I ran out of nitro storage cans over the Christmas and I used it on a couple of the normal cans with the widget in it. Still oh, fairly yeah. decent and still makes a big difference. Really, yeah. Would it be as creamy or would it be as creamy as kind of the, the nitro cans though? Not quite. Not quite, but but for look, yeah, not quite. I don't want to say too much, just in case we get sponsored by Guinness. But um, yeah, no, no, <laughs> nitro storage is so much better. <laughs> yes, by by Guinness, Guinness is yeah. great for your health. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, to be quite honest, you for the for the for the difference in the price of the cans. Like you can get a nitro storage can worth a three quid each. You get the normal cans for a euro each. For the extra two euro, is it that much creamier? I don't think so. No. Yeah. Mm. Calling Guinness out there now. That's our fucking sponsorship deal gone. Uh, right, they had to get those as well, aren't they? Yeah, they can't get them anywhere. Come on down, um, or if you you can rent my new. So, are you going at a weird angle? Where are you going at a weird angle there now, buddy? What do you mean, a weird angle? A, uh, maybe, sorry, maybe that's just a, yeah, maybe that's just because because oh, you have to you have to have the pressure going down onto it, right? You know, you have to make sure there's constant pressure going through the actual source, yeah, yeah, in behind it, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sucking it off. Right, let's do uh, this. Well, let's do this. Lads, we are we are talking about Manchester United. Um Paddy, I suppose we'll we'll go to you first, seeing as you're, you're it's it's drove you to drink at this stage. Um look at a disappointing draw to say the least. But more disappointing mm-hmm. was probably the to the performance. Um didn't look like he's had any backbone. Looked like he's were just fucking pussyfooting around, crying about passes like Ronaldo Bruno Fernandes looked depressing was crying said it before say it again it's one of the biggest mound bags in the league Paddy what is going on at Manchester United and is it at this stage can we do you kind of give Oli back a little bit of grace or do you kind of just say no still was Oli but the players are now massively to blame on it um I, I can't no, I can't say Oli shouldn't have been gone because he should be gone. I do still think United need a couple of central midfielders, one, one at least. 
to, to yes. break up that McTominay Fred. I thought Van der Beek should have got a game yesterday. I, I don't know, still know, I don't know why he's not getting the game. Um, that four-two-two-two formation is not working. Uh, Gary Neville hit the nail on the head with the because he had too many attacking players on. The only kind of hold midfield players are the ones that we had with Solskjaer, and they never worked. Um, and with for comparisons wise, if you look at if, if people want to say right, you get the new manager bounce, and but why aren't United getting this? I'm looking at Tottenham and what Conte has done for Tottenham so far. Um, from going from the least the team that run the ran the least in the league over the last four games since Conte took over, they now they are now the team that run the most in the league. Mm, yeah. Um he's changed how they attacked uh Harry Kane top scorer and also he's made big, big changes. Um Manchester United, I think all this season, whether it be look, we can all say look, they're on hundreds of thousands of euro a week, but those beatings they've been getting over the last month or two, how badly did it affect their confidence? All the, the, the pundits coming out, because there's no club covered like Manchester United. No other club is yeah. covered like Manchester United for in, in terms of Sky Sports, newspapers, social media. Everywhere those players look, they were getting slated. Yeah. Um, and you could see it still in Maguire last night. Shocking. Um, Varane... You know, he's only back, um, but still, you know, it wasn't great. Um, those players, I think, need some help with getting their confidence back. And I suppose only results will do that. But we've had Newcastle and Norwich in the last two games, two of the bottom teams. And um, if it had been any other two teams, but any more quality, I'd, I'd say we probably would have lost two, get the two of the games because we were absolutely shocking. Um, Le... Uh, Ragnick signed a couple of players in January to fit his system because that's what I think he needs. I don't think he has the players there because this Gagan press we talk about, I didn't see it. Yeah. I didn't see it last no. night. I didn't see it against Norwich. So I really don't know what his style of play is at the moment. That four-two-two-two, that's all well and good, but um, the two wing backs were left completely exposed, being the being the wide players. So what do United need at the moment? I've no clue and i'd say they're scratching their heads um as well because there's no way uh, Ragnar is it one is sitting there watching that match last night thinking yeah th this is how i want united to play not one supporter is going to say like there's nothing doesn't there was no even no positives not one positive well the only positive i have to say is cavani in the second half. yeah yeah he looked like a united player he came on and he was even like you could see him giving out to a couple of the players and this whole the whinge bag neville comments He's dead, right? And yeah. when Ronaldo ran down the tunnel earlier on in the season, I was saying, no, you know what? He's pissed off. And I was, I couldn't yeah. I couldn't understand why people were saying he's letting the manager down, blah, blah, blah. But when he explained it last night, considering himself and Fernandez are going to be role models for the younger players, and they lead by example. So if their heads drop, all the younger players' heads drop as well. Yeah. So they need to be the one setting the example and telling them, you know, you know, yeah, we're not playing great. Come on, let's let's get out there and win the game rather yeah, than going, exactly. oh, you know, it's not my fault, it's somebody else's fault. And then everybody's head goes down. Because you can see it with Rashford now. And Rashford used to be one of the most enthusiastic players United had. And it's just... But we had um, we had this, we kind of had this discussion earlier on in the season and it was well kind of that, that incident. It was that incident that we showed the, I think we showed a video or we put it up on Instagram or something like that. And it was all about kind of Ronaldo throwing that strap and then, and then you kind of came back with the argument saying, oh, well, look, fucking, yeah, I want to see him upset, which is fair enough. You do want to see him upset and should show, like, it is in a way showing a bit of passion, but it's probably shown in the wrong way where he needs to, like, suck it up and fucking start trying to encourage the rest of the players around him to, to do better rather than just fucking give me the, the perfect pass and, and just put it on a play for me. I don't think I don't think that show from Ronaldo at the start of the season was was a good sign. And take I said take your start. take your ABU hat off for a minute, Collie. When you look at United, the the quality players that they have, like if what do you think the problem is? Because for me, as a supporter, I just can't see it now. Like we got the new manager and we got rid of Ole. We've got rid of numerous managers, to be honest with you. But I think this manager now has the best squad at his disposal because the signings haven't been that bad over the last couple of seasons. But even the players that should be good are just absolutely shocking. What is it? So do you want do you want my honest opinion on this and what yeah. I think is the is the issue? 
Now you're not yeah. going to like what I'm about to say here. Never do. Ollie was the, Ollie was was a massive issue. Like you can only get them to a certain level. Got them to that level, and then just you just took too long to sack them. Right. Issue number one. Issue number two is I don't think Rangnick was the best person to bring in, and I really think he's missed the boat with with Conte. I think your attitude, the attitude of the players, is shocking. I think Martial, he's a fucking cancer in the team. Get rid of him. Um, he said, I think he he said he wants to go to Sevilla. Good riddance. Fucking see you later. No um, offering today. Yeah, Rashford, massive issue. We've always, I've always kind of been looking at United fans, and they're all, oh no, he's going to come good. He's he has great potential. He could, he has the talent. Yeah, but he doesn't have it in week in week out. So for me, I put him in the same ship as as um, Martial. Greenwood, I don't think should have really? been taken off yesterday. I think it should have been Rashford uh, subbed off. And I think when Rangnick came in, he played Sancho for the first game or two, and Sancho was on fire and he was scoring goals. Now, you can have one bad game in between that, but why drop him and why take him out of the team? I don't know whether that was an injury thing, but it didn't seem like it to me. Um, so I just think... I think your problem is still the manager. I don't think he's the right manager for your job. And I still think the attitude of the players, which I don't think would have happened if Antonio Conte came in. Do you think uh, the bloated squad is an issue? What do you mean? Like, like our squad is so bloated. Like you, you mentioned there, Rashford, Greenwood, and we've got Jesse Lingard. We have um, Sancho. We have all the younger players coming up. And we just have so many players for the same positions that but we've no real ones that are kind of grabbing it by the neck and saying this is my position and is this because yeah. would it cause some sort of animosity in the dressing room like i know you're i know you should have competition but there's just so much garbage and i'm gonna I, say I garbage. Think... just being you can't keep all those players happy yeah i, I don't think that's a, a massive issue because like you're saying there competition is expected at that level and you want to have rotation there, especially with everything that's going on with COVID, which we will be talking about later. And then kind of just, just in terms of the schedule around Christmas time, like it's shocking. Like, like I don't know, it was a four, four games in like 12 days or something for some of the teams. Like that is, I don't care who you are, that is a ridiculous amount of games. Like, um, So I don't think it's an issue with having an overloaded kind of, attacking force and then being underwhelmed by defensively because you're not really underwhelmed defensively like you have the most expensive defender that's ever played the game there in Maguire now look let's call a spade a spade he's dog shit and then you have one of the most decorated fucking defenders in the world in Varane so I mean there's there's bigger there's bigger issues than just kind of having an overflated attack you know you'd always look at their attack as the problem but like He's leaked goals and well, you were he's United broken manager, down so easy. What would be the key position you'd, you'd sign a player for? As you um, know. if I'm being honest, right now again, water I, I put it up in the in the chat yesterday, and uh, Paddy, actually, I'd like to get your opinion on it. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Fred or McTominay, I'd be having Fred all day long, and I know that's probably a, an unpopular opinion there, but. I just think you could use him so much better than you than you use him. Like, who would you be I picking there, Paddy? I don't think either of those get not into Manchester City or Liverpool's teams. No, no, hundred percent. No, and that's but why. Would, as much as, would you as much play? Say, I, I might agree with you taking uh, Fred over McTominay. Yeah, and to be honest, yeah, but I, I honestly do not believe either of those are good enough to get no. us where we want to be. Either of them, no. and even Van de Beek. But you wouldn't put him in in their position. You know what I mean? Where they're like, you need them to cover the whole pitch. They're the box to box midfielders that protect the defense and support the attack. And um, they lose the ball too much. They can't find each other on the pitch enough. There's no sim. There's no kind of, you know, you know, you know where you get a good pairing, and they just yeah. know where each other are all the time. It's just yeah. like they, neither of them know whose role is doing what. I think they're too similar. They're very yeah, too yeah. similar. If you look at them when they're playing, you often find them kind of two or three yards apart, which is the most frustrating thing when you're watching it because you want someone to be on the other side of the of the circle in the middle of the park so you can give them a different angle. But yeah, like Fred or McTominay would be two or three yards behind the other fella. And you're like, 
move off, move some space, even. I find their immobility or awareness, like spatial awareness, when Maguire or Varane or whoever the centre-half is, if Fred takes a step to the right, like there's a player in front of him, Maguire can't pass through a player. Maguire can barely pass when the, when a player is open, let alone when a player is in front of him. That he needs, if he just steps to the right, it makes them triangle. The angles, like they're just, they're lacking so much in that way. And that's yeah. where we're getting let down. I think there is a massive kind of uh, gap in between from where you have your defensive midfielders and then your next line of line of attack. Like, I think that that gap is way too big. Like, that needs to be narrowed down. Like, you literally have the two boys sitting in number six row, and then you have uh, a left winger, attacking wingers on both sides, left and right. But then you you have like a number ten, so it's almost like you have like two up front with like it's it's nearly three up front in the middle, and then two out in the wide out wide, and then you have like. Two sitting so deep that when that ball breaks down, there's so much space from like put at the point that where it gets to Fred or McTominay, and then where say fucking Bruno is if he's playing the 10 roll. I think there's a massive gap in there that, that just allows teams to carry the ball 10, 15 yards. It sucks out your defensive midfielder and it just leaves the other one stranded. And I just think that's a massive, massive issue for us. But mm. I don't know if that's kind of the, the main the, like the main issue isn't your attack, it's it's that structure and it's that defense. Look, if you're going to do that, push everybody up, push the fucking defensive midfielders up, and push your fucking centre halves and your your left and your right back up as well, and literally sit them every single player in the opposition half. Like the only person that should be yeah. in your half is a is a goalkeeper, and that that's yeah. that's the way you have to do that tactically. And I don't think Rangnick has done it yet, and I don't know whether it's because the players that he has at the moment he's not happy with, and he doesn't trust them to do what he wants, or if it's just this. Like is is he faking it? Like, like I think he's wait. I think he's waiting, Collie. Like Paddy made a good point about confidence. Yeah. And when we tried to press Liverpool when Ollie was, we got demolished. And I yeah. think like you will know yourself from playing football. Like a team have to believe in a manager and have to believe that they can execute a plan. So I I'm not I don't know whether but. The fact that against Norwich and against Newcastle that they haven't pressed with intensity like they did in the very first game, I'm wondering if he is waiting until he feels confident in the team that they can do it 110%. Mm. That if it doesn't go well on the night that they will fall to pieces, the confidence will be gone and they have to rebuild again. Is that acceptable as a Manchester United manager? Is that acceptable? Like I don't think so. And this still no, goes back but, to. But what was acceptable? We weren't we weren't getting acceptable anyway. It's you know true. what way? But that's why he's such a man, and that's why he came in though. Yeah, he's ne- he's never. But I think you're talking you're talking about three games here, and I know you're looking for an instant response. But the shambles yeah. that the squad was in, like, is it a matter of fact? Conte Tottenham. Uh, Dean Smith at Norwich, Stephen Gerrard at Aston Villa. He's literally yeah. like even 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 I suppose Eddie Howe at Newcastle. Like he's come in now. I know they lost their game or two at the start because um, Eddie Howe had COVID, so he wasn't on the sideline. But like there's been a bounce at every single one of them clubs. The only one that there hasn't been a bounce at is Manchester United. And I don't think the players are necessarily happy with the appointment. Like I, I would I would imagine that Cristiano Ronaldo. Was fucking praying Zinedine Zidane would come in there, or even the Conte. I don't know whether he might have clashed a little bit with some of them, but that's what you need. You need fucking, you need the clashes now. Even Roy Keane says it. Like you want to upset people, like you know what I mean. Get a reaction from them because yeah. there's too much of this kind of. Oh, put your arm around the shoulder and like try keep Rashford happy. He feeds the fucking kids. That's great, but he's not scoring fucking goals. I'd rather him. Feed less kids and score more goals. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, they've, like, they've, got, they've got now the sports psychologist in as well. You know that that's what his new thing is. And like he says, oh, every team in Germany has it. You know, but I think he says these United players need some sort of help because, like, obviously the the normal training methods aren't not just going to work because what I've seen out on the pitch the last three games is there's been no improvements and people keep on saying, you know, even Harry Maguire came out and said, oh, some of the squad had COVID and they're recovering from that. And 
we only had with the training ground was closed for four days it's just excuses excuses yeah. excuses and if we didn't hear the ex- the same type of excuses before Ragnar came in and Ollie was there you know what I mean it's not good enough we have this, this is wrong with the squad that's wrong it's just all excuses yeah. you're being paid so much fucking money you played well for a lot of the last season you know you we finished very high up in the league so what, what what's your excuse it's not it's down to you it's down to the players not trying hard enough what know. does what does Rangnick have to do to make an impact? Like does like so he's obviously not happy with the attitude. Say like, well, look, he's gonna have to do something to address that that issue with Ronaldo and Bruno, where they're just moaning and pissing and moaning. What does he do? Does he drop Ronaldo? Does he risk Ronaldo? Drop some both. But do you think that is gonna have a positive effect on the rest of the team? If if you get the, if you get a, a result, yeah. Hmm. So do we not have the players that could replace them at the moment? Because at the moment, like Ronaldo has been scoring goals. So yeah, I'd, I'd stick Cavani instead of him. Yeah. And for Fernandez, Fernandez hasn't been playing well for all this season. All season. No. So why not give Van de Beek a run in the team? Take Fernandez yeah. out completely. He's yeah. too big for his boots now. He came in last season and it was nearly, you could see the pride of him playing for United. But now like he had a great season. Is he getting too big for the club now? No, I, see, yeah. I think I think he may be living in Ronaldo's shadow there, where like he kind of, you could even see it. Like I, it's almost like he just respects him too much, and I think he knows his place. He's like, right, I'm no longer the main man, and like fair fair play to him, like because if Ronaldo comes into the team, you have to just you 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 just accept it. You're not the best at the team anymore. So I think he's done that, but I think he's done it in such a negative way where he's actually affecting how he's playing now. It happened and in look, Portugal as well. Yeah, exactly with the Portugal team. Yeah, so I, I honestly think though, and Lawler, we we went our um, well, we went on a thing, and I think Lawler was the one that said it earlier that I genuinely don't think that Ronaldo was wanted at, at that team, like with Boyoli. Um, I think he might have mixed up or, or or disrupted the plans he had going forward, but you can't not play him once you sign him, like yeah. so. And I think it's just a it's a knock on effect for the next manager coming in. So what do you do? Well, you like Ronaldo not... does go on. Sorry. You you couldn't not play Ronaldo in his prime, but now can you not play Ronaldo? I don't think he's, he's bailed us out enough times this season. Yeah. Like, look know, at We've been a lot worse place without Ronaldo. Think about it like that. I just think that I don't know. I just think that if you can He's not going to want to be on the bench and he's not going to want to come on for um, 30 minutes at the end of a game and score a goal. I don't think he'd be happy doing that. The problem is, if you do that with him, does he then become a, a Martial? Where, no, look, obviously, obviously a much fucking higher standard, but that same type of fucking <laughs> moany bastard um, cancer in the team and just it's just detrimental to everybody else. Like I, I just don't know. It's I a hard one with United. No, not just Martial. No, it's like look, I'm, I'm Rashford, and there's a fucking whole lot of them. Like, but um, yeah. I don't know what I don't know what you're gonna do. When I forward. say bloated earlier on, I kind of mean if you have a big squad, that that's fine. But you've got a squad in terms of all over the pitch. You've you've enough mm. cover. But every player believes that. Yeah, you know, my time will come. You know, there's two or three players for this position, but my time will come. But we're so over inflated. Up the top end of the pitch, and even in some ways midfield, not not in defence really. But some of these players must be thinking like, you know, there's three or four players ahead of me. I'm never going to get a game, and that type of thing yeah, leads that, yeah. into the squad. You know, I don't. There's definitely opportunities. I think, and I don't think there's probably enough enough being given to the other players, the likes of Lingard and stuff like no. that, where they should be coming in and, and and starting. Like they shouldn't just be coming in for 45 minutes. They should be starting because. If they're doing it in training and they're, they're working hard in training, why not play these players? Like, yeah. like Lingard proved himself last season at West Ham, so um, that's enough to go off. Like, um, lads, shall we move on and end this Please. depressing, uh, depressing topic? We we'll move into another depressing topic, which is basically, oh, for fuck's sake, why do I always do that? Uh, lads, look, I don't know. We'll talk a little bit about it. I don't want to. I don't want to drag it out and be too fucking. Depressing on this, lads. What's your fucking thoughts on COVID in, in football here at the moment? Or you work in a fucking healthcare fucking environment? What like 
what you what you're saying. Tell me what's fucking what's happening here. Like, oh, it's it's going around the merry-go-round, isn't it? It feels yeah. like it's all just happening again for the very first time. Look, it's frustrating. Um, I will probably err on a different side to what normal people will do because I'm in the hospital and I, I see it a little bit more face to face. Um, look, it's frustrating football is, but I think there's a lot more at hand than just the delay in football. Yes, there's a concept that we have to live with it. Yeah. Um, we have to do different things, but when it gets to such a level that what fifty percent of people who get tests now in Ireland are now testing positive, uh, yeah. your ability to protect those most vulnerable are probably uh, limited, to say at least. Do you are you uh, in favour of kind of forcing footballers to get vaccinated? Do you think that should be mandatory, or do you think they think no. should be? Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, Look, everyone has their choice. Everyone is allowed to make their choice. Um, once they're given the right information to make their choice, that's absolutely fine. No one should be forced to go down one lane. But once they have the information at hand, if they want to read the information, that's fine. But whatever the person's choice is their person's choice. Just don't for- force it on another person. That's all. Yeah. How do you want to I'm, say, I'm, staying, I'm staying very politically yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying not to get sacked, basically. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Paddy, what what do you think? What's your what's your thoughts on that at the moment? Like in the, the whole fucking thing, like uh, the players getting vaccinated, their choice, absolutely their yeah. choice. A couple of years ago, when a player had a flu, they could play if they wanted to. You know, what I mean, there's no problem. This Omicron variant now has similar um, s- symptoms as the common cold, um, yeah. but we we need to learn to live with COVID. Um, but in terms of just football wise, and I suppose the Premier League wise, let's not just talk about football, let's talk about these big clubs in the Premier League who are bitching and moaning about the winter break like they have been for years, even before COVID. So this is just another reason for them to give out. Yeah. Um drop the drop the Carabao Cup. I, I do think yeah. that you know, drop that out, drop that out completely. Because sure. there's a, a couple of points made by a couple of managers saying, you know, all the other uh, elite leagues around Europe, Germany, Spain don't have the the second cup competition. Yeah, you know you have your main cup in your league. Um, in terms of the five substitutes, that should be allowed to ease the burden. Why it isn't, I don't know why. Um, some clubs are voting against it, and I really do not. I suppose that maybe it's because the bigger clubs will have a better advantage because they have bigger squads. Squad depth, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you you can under yeah, I suppose you could understand that. Um. But I suppose they are in more competitions, the bigger clubs as well. Yeah. So the smaller clubs need to you kind of understand that. Um. I I think I think it's a if it's a farce. I really do. I think it's a farce. It's it's gone on too long. Um. Again, when you're looking inside these clubs, I'm sure some of them are saying, you know, yeah, eight players of our are, are COVID. Um. They're probably asymptomatic. You know, they they get tests irrespective yeah. of whether they, whether they're symptomatic or asymptomatic. So. When these players become, and they're probably just putting their hands up in the air going, what do we do here? We have to shut down yeah. the club, shut down the training ground. And there's fuck all wrong. Anyway, how many of the footballers have been hospitalized because of COVID? Zero. Yeah. None of them. Yeah. Absolutely none of them. And this whole thing has just gone way too far now. It really has. Um, I agree with protecting our vulnerable, but we do all need to just learn to live with it. You know, we're all adults here. and um, The vulnerable can look after it themselves. And the people that live with them can make sure that they're careful and then everyone else can just make the choice whether to go out and put themselves at risk to get this COVID disease that all in all, are we building up a herd immunity to it now? Um, is it as serious as it was? Like we're all vaccinated now, 98% of the population is vaccinated and getting this tour dose where they're bringing in the we have to get vaccinated every or the booster every three months or is it six months or do we do the kids, the five-year-olds or the 12-year-olds? Actually, we'll just do everyone. They've no idea what they're doing. Is it, and that, I'm talking about this yeah. country now. They've, they've no yeah. idea what they're doing. How can they expect How can they expect us to follow their lead when they're, they're sending out so many mixed messages? And it's ab- absolutely disgraceful. Um, and I really hope um, we see that the... the, the a better winter next year after the summer because we know in the summer the numbers are going to go down again because like every winter season flus and stuff go through the roof um but hopefully next winter now we 
get back to a little bit of normality and uh, we can just live our lives. I would, I would, I would genuinely like to see the numbers in terms of like flu kind of symptoms and like hospitalizations compared to the COVID because I don't think I've ever seen like what the numbers were before COVID in a winter, in a busy winter, yeah. compared to what, what they are now. I just, I just they, look, they may be fucking way up. I don't know, but I, I, would, I would just like to see it just to see like what, what is the difference? What is the real, the real problem? Like, I think if you look at the median age of people that die from it, something like 80 years of age or something like that. So and what's the, why are they still showing us the numbers every single day? Right now. It's, why, why are they massaging the numbers in terms of people dying from COVID when people are dying from cardiac arrest, but if they have COVID in their system, it's going down as a COVID death. Why yeah. is this happening? Yeah. You know, just, obviously we're not, we're not a news podcast, so we won't go too in depth into it, but there's so many un- unanswered questions that just leave every, leaves everybody confused. That's what it is. And I'm like, look, I'm not a fucking anti-vaxxer or anything like that, but like some of the stuff you see online, it's just, it just makes you think like, what is going on? It's not even, it's just, it's just bullshit that like you keep seeing every day and you're just like, well, what the fuck am I seeing this for? Like, and, and then at the same time, I do see the anti-vaxxer and they're like, oh, it's all I control. And I think we said, right, you still have brain cells. So you the, plande- the pandemic group, is it? Some of the stuff I see now, I just think it's like that needs to fucking chill out. Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, it's all yeah. control thing over us. I don't think it's, it's happening. Like, But yeah. just in terms of it being with football lads, like they're talking now about reducing capacity at stadiums and stopping fans going again. Lads, I don't know about yours, but... If that's the case, I'd rather than just cancel it altogether. Um, football yeah. without the fans we seen last season, it's not the fucking same. Jordan, this week, not same. I um, watched an amazing documentary on Amazon Prime, and it was about um, Bill Shankly, Matt Busby, and um, oh, Jock Stein, three, three, three managers that grew up from a, a and their three ethos was football without fans is nothing doesn't matter like you, you can have the two best teams in the world have the best game of football if there's no fans there there's no atmosphere it means nothing yeah. Yeah. you can have two average teams having an average game of football but if there's a great atmosphere it turns it into an amazing game yeah there's no fans there's no game and yeah. as you said reduce capacity all this shit that just cut it call it off until we can do it with yeah. it's bollocks they're talking about having i don't know if it's scotland playing in front of 500 people now like in stadiums with capacities of 20, 30,000. Yeah. Like, I just don't get it. Lads, we're going to move off such a depressing fucking topic here. Um, we're going to move on to the... I seen as um j- just because I prepared for the midweek games, I'm just gonna go and get a drink because this is gonna be horrific for me as well. So <laughs> I'll be back in a second. <laughs> uh right, first game we do have is actually a fucking tasty game. Um we have Arsenal and Manchester City. Now look, uh looking at kind of the last couple of results, Arsenal and Man City had a pretty decent fucking result. Um they haven't played this week. I believe Arsenal's game is off and Man City yeah. are playing tomorrow against Brentford. But the last game City played was against Leicester, 6-3. Fucking unbelievable game. Um, they went 4-0 up and then just took the fall off the gas and then that was it. And then Arsenal won 5-0 away at Norwich. Um, how do you see this one going? Look, if you look at the league table, obviously City, six points clear at the top. Now Liverpool are playing now at the moment. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Well, Arsenal sitting in fourth position, like doing decent enough. Like they really are challenging for the top four. And I know Spurs are going to have a couple of games in hand if they win. They'll they'll jump ahead of them. But what what are your, what are your thoughts on this one? How do you see this match going? And I've been impressed with Arsenal now for the month of December. Like they've averaged, I think, three goals a game. Like they won three nil against Southampton. 2-0 against West Ham, 4-1 against Leeds, 5-1 against Sunderland, but Sunderland, but then 5-0 against Norwich. Like they're playing well. Yeah. So they come up against City, though is a different kettle of fish. City yeah. are just too good. Like yeah. Arsenal can be banging in six or seven goals all they want, but when they come up against City, they're not gonna get the ball. Yeah. That, that's the thing. Like City are 
they're a different level of gravy. They're ridiculous at the moment, doesn't like it? Without a forward, like I, I'm always struggling to believe they play so well without a forward. And you're looking at them, and their play is predictable to a certain yeah. extent. Is that they get it wide, and they cut into the edge of the six yard box or the penalty spot or the edge of the box all the time. But you can't yeah. stop. You just yeah. cannot stop it. The movement is yeah. unbelievable from the players. Like. Oh yeah, like the 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 kind of the attacking players that they can, they just move like Bernardo Silva is amazingly gifted yeah. for movement. Yeah. Like, yeah. and even like close space management, like he just glides past players. He reminds me of Mata in his prime. Yeah. Like, just glides past. Very similar to David Silva, actually. Like he's been a very good replacement for him. He has, like, you haven't you haven't missed David Silva, and that's when no. you know you've had a good replacement. It's just a transition. Yeah. Um, the only thing that annoys me about City is their rotation when it comes to the fancy Premier League, because I have the majority of City players in there. Classic. It's a known. It's a known as the uh, the old Pep Roulette. They call it. It's yeah. The, uh, fantasy football world. Which is so. Arsenal are playing well, but City are a different gravy. So I'm gonna go three-one City with Foden the score because he always plays the big games fair enough uh paddy how'd you see this one going just saying there um city and, and arsenal obviously coming off two decent wins city have a game tomorrow and arsenal obviously have the break so um yeah what way do you see this one going yeah arsenal's run of form um which has gone beyond now just a run of form it's, I, th- I think this is what they'll be like for the rest of the season um, and I called it at the start of the season. I, I thought because Arsenal hadn't got European football this year, um, they'd be doing well. And I think the the fact that their uh, Aubameyang has gone out of squad as well has really made them more of a team. Um, and this again, we'll probably look at the likes of Fernandez and Ronaldo. Can you not drop these players if they're having a negative impact on the squad and on the younger players that the manager truly believes in? Well, then, yeah, they, they need to be got now. Um, this game here... Oh, hold on a sec. You just completely turned that into... <laughs> go back to talking about with United. <laughs> How have you managed that? Like It's context. It's context. <laughs> every day, every week, like it's just like something completely nothing to do with United. And we managed to talk about United. <laughs> I was about to move on there. You're not to make know more about United. So if you want to talk about United, we can. No, no. <laughs> um, Man City are a machine. Um, yeah. If I had been anyone else against Arsenal, I would have probably went for Arsenal this weekend. But with it being City, I think they'll narrowly get the win. They're going to go for a 2-1 win, City. Um, and De Bruyne to score first. Yeah, no, I don't think it'll be a whitewash. Um, I, think, I do think City will win. Their squad is just too good at the moment. Like defenders, like there's no no weak spots in the team. I don't think. Um, so I think they're too good at the moment, and I'm with Paddy on that one. I'm gonna say a two-one win for City, and I'm gonna go with gonna go with the Bryant to score because he's actually been fucking quality since he's come back. Um, right, we're moving on to the next one, lads, which is Leicester and Norwich at three o'clock on Saturday. Uh, Water, we won't spend long on this one. Look, obviously, we know what's what's after happening there. The last game with um Leicester, um, well, actually, we don't because they're actually currently drawing it all with Liverpool, aren't they? Yeah, um, yeah. anyway, what what do you reckon on this one? Norwich have been pretty fucking shit lately. Well, they haven't really lost training. Um, uh, as soon as you see Norwich in the team sheet, I think it's a pretty safe bet to put the opposite team in. But <laughs> then again, it is Leicester, and they've been really disappointed with Leicester this season. I think Rogers is starting to have his decline now. Um, like that squad is very good. I think Tielemans will probably go in the summer. Yeah, and they're leaking goals. Like they very much are leaking goals. Like against City, they were poor in that first half. I know we were talking earlier when we were out, but James Madison was having a yeah. good run of form. Yeah. So I think his form alone will probably be enough enough to beat Norwich, but. I'm probably going to go 2-1 Norwich or 2-1 Leicester. I'm going to go, yeah. (laughs) Literally slay Norwich for a minute and then just go, oh yeah, Norwich will win. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go Madison to score the winner. So 2-1 Leicester. Okay. (laughs) Paddy, it's been a while since we had an L water fuck up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, yeah, it should be a average game. Um, I can't see anyone winning here except Leicester. Really, uh, Norwich need January to come quick. Um, to get one or two players in. Um, if they have any chance of surviving, which I, I don't think they do on any of this season, um, with the way the league, league table is looking, um, but going back to Manchester United and oh my <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for a, a two 0 win to Leicester, and I'm gonna go for Vardy to score first. Listen, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the same lads. I don't think that uh, Norwich are gonna get too much. I think they've lost the last five games in a row. Just going back to the old classic fucking um, form. Like they have ten points now. Uh, Newcastle have 11 and Burnley have 11 now Burnley have fucking four games in hand over them and yeah they're about five points five six points away you can get now um, I don't see it happening and I see Leicester winning this one I'm going to go 3-0 to Leicester and I'm going to say Ian Hatcher to score right lads we're moving on uh, Watford and Tottenham um, Paddy give me a score prediction on this one Tottenham fucking up for a bet today um, but I did catch out and got seven euro profit. So, you know, <laughs> um, what do you reckon? Score prediction? Uh, Spores again, upturn in form, all down to Conte. Um, so you have to respect what he's doing at the club. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go for Spores win here. Harry Kane back on form. Uh, Spores two nil. Harry Kane score. Nice one. Um, what? I'm gonna go two one Watford. I'm gonna go Dennis to score. Ooh. Dennis has been quality. I do have many fancy footballers from Delhi. He's a menace. Um, <laughs> I can't think. I kind of go with a Spurs win. Um, I'm gonna say two one to Spurs. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Delhi Ali to score because. Um, <laughs> Pigs will fly first. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, lads. Next one, half five on Saturday. Crystal Palace and West Ham. Look, West Ham absolutely fucking bashed Watford today. Four one. Um, Looked a bit dodgy. I think they went one 0 down, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so it was a good kind of comeback to to get the four one win. War, what do you think of this one? How do you think this is gonna go? And uh, give us a score prediction. Oh, I'm a big fan of Palace this year under Vieira, and a bigger fan of Conor Gallagher because I think yeah. he was great crack on Tubes' podcast, Golf Life. Uh, so big fan of him now, and you like him because he's from Chelsea. Uh, West Ham have been really inconsistent. Um, I know their centre halves are off. I know Lawler was talking about that as well today. Yeah. Uh, but it's going to be a close game. And is this a London derby or Palace in yeah. London? Yeah. Oh, so you don't really know what derbies. I'm going to go with a one all draw, I'd say, with Antonio to score. I can't right. pick a winner yeah. there. Yeah, Paddy. Um, yeah, I'm gonna think. I think this is gonna be a close one. This would be counted as a derby, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah. don't think they're massive rivals or anything like that. But yeah, it would be a London yeah. derby, like. Yeah, there'd be bragging rights there, and anyway. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go for a two-all draw. Um, Zaha won't be playing, so he so he's the only player I know off Palace. <laughs> still, still <laughs> dig. I'll go for Antonio to score first. All right, uh, I think Palace are going to win this one, lads. Oh, sorry, not Palace. Uh, West Ham. I think they might just they might just nick it. Norwich are going to win this one, Collie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think I think they have enough there. Like they, they are fighting for fourth. So at the moment, kind of Palace are just floating around mid table, and there's not much going on. They're not really in threat of going down. And um, I start looking at who the game means more to now at this stage. So I think West Ham probably have a little bit more to play with or play for so i'm gonna go with a west ham win and i'm gonna say a tight west ham win i'm gonna say a one nil win and i'm gonna say bowen to score because uh he's been creeping in with a few goals lately so uh right we're moving on brentford and villa lads score picks on this one please water first oh still hate steven jared with a passion so brentford three now <laughs> and uh do you have a score idea gonna put you on the spot uh, I know Tony plays for it, but let's go for an own goal of Martinez, goalkeeper. Let's go. Let's put it out there. Uh, Paddy, what do you think? Um, Gerard's still not allowed. No, he won't the be there now. for. Yeah, he won't be there for the next game. Yeah. Yeah, if he had, if he had been, I would have said the Villa win. But because he's not there, I'm going to go for a nil all draw. Lads, just to say, Leicester are now winning. Come on. 
No way. Yeah, one nil. Love it. Two clap scores. out, lads, lads, clap Luffman. out. Hold on a second. Can we get? Will we get? Will we get a fucking um, a poll up here and see what we oh, got at the end of the podcast? Uh, let me let out. me vote on it straight away. Um, sorry, lads. I'm just gonna give me score prediction. So I'm gonna go with one. Oh, draw I can't here. wait. Like, actually, can we get? Can we try and get Klopp's post-match interview if they do, Lewis? Because uh, I'm sure it's going to be full of whinge. Yeah. Talk about United being whinge bags last night. <laughs> These are they're unreal. So hold on a sec, lads. So I'll just show I'll show everyone for the crack. This is what's going up. Picture of Klopp. Let's get the poll up. Klopp out? Question mark? Uh, let's go, yes. What shall we write? Yes. He's losing the he's losing the dressing room. They'll fucking call him a whinge bag. Yeah, no, just oh, say yeah. yes. He's a he's a whinge bag. Yes, he's a crybaby because I can't fit the rest. Of him. Because uh, no, whinge bag. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, he's a. Crybaby. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna ask me. You were like, do you really want to ask me how to spell something? <laughs> uh, no, he's a good guy. His culture is great. <laughs> Yeah, he's got the good culture. All right, lads, we're gonna put that up and let's see at the end of the pod what, what percentage we've got. Um right, sorry, uh, I'm going with one all in this game, and I'm going with a let's go with a who do I want to go with the score? You voting here, what are you? Oh yeah, oh shit, I missed it. Look at that. I'm he's a cry it. baby. He's there a cry it is, baby. decided. Oh shit, I'm about to double click me there. That means my screen went big. Right. I like all the attention on me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I got one all, and I'm going to say fucking Danny Ings to score because I can't fucking think of anyone else for some reason. Um, lads, we're going to jump off that for a second. We just have one question in, and we've kind of already covered it, but we will just answer it anyway. Um, so, we're just going to move quickly into the. The question section, lads, just one question in, and it's from Maggie, 1967. Should the league be suspended or shortened? And or should the League of Ireland be delayed starting? So, lads, the, the League of Ireland, I think, is due to start on the 18th of February. That's um, right. Looking at numbers, COVID-related numbers, is that going to happen? Paddy, you're newly involved in this in this League of Ireland setup. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be there. Happen, or what do you think? I'll be at the Tallis Stadium, COVID or no COVID. Um, actually, are you gonna go to many away games? Um, probably not. No, to be quite honest with you, no, I've no. two, I've two young kids, so like, uh, well, maybe when the young is a bit older, when they're a bit older, I probably would, but right now. I'm gonna say no, but Friday, Friday evening is a, an awkward one as well. Most most games are on Friday evening. Yeah, you yeah. know, after work, it's it's tough to get to. If they're double matches, maybe. But as we've seen at the last cup final, there was a bit of trouble. Ooh. I don't want to be bringing my kids into that either, you know. Yeah. Um, so I'll stick. I'll stick to all the home games this season, uh, cup games and uh, European games. So I think that'll do me. I think that there should be the goods of over twenty games there. And anyway, so um, yeah, yeah, I'll be sticking to that book. COVID related, and um, do I think it'll go ahead? I think it will because I think the numbers will start to go down by the time we get to February. Yeah. Um, because the way the numbers are going at the moment, will the restrictions end? Um, when they should, I am hoping so because I'm forty in February and I want to have a big dirty fortieth. Oh yeah. <laughs> Where are we going, Paddy? Don't look a day under thirty, Paddy. I, I don't want to say it on the pod because all the hundreds. Don't, of look, don't look a day under thirty. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, just as big as, as big as an insult as anything you could have said to him <laughs> I meant to oh, say you don't look a day over 30 yeah exactly there's your fuck up right there it is in a little present phrase there's the water fuck up for today thank you very much and good night well, on anything from 30 to 35, I'm down with happy days. Thank you very much. I'm knocking himself out. Look, he's <laughs> <laughs> oh, just a gift that keeps giving. We're gonna just tell it, take him out there until he actually fixes that. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so, was this so the, the, the question in was that from for just regarding uh, or League of Ireland? 
So yeah, I would I would presume so. So should the league be suspended or shortened? And now he, he could be talking about the um the, the Premier League there. Yeah, shortened. I don't think so. Um, delayed. Delayed League of Ireland. Yeah, if they say shortened, now sure. How how can they do it? You know, as yeah. well as possible the League of Ireland, they can play each other twice rather than three times. But, yeah, um, there was there was this thing of like only certain teams playing certain away games and yeah, still look yeah, at a draw yeah. type away. Like I don't I don't know. But no, I, I think that I think all the clubs can't afford to really shorten the league. No, which they is why they're still looking it, for yeah. clubs. You know, now not looking to get rid of games or postpone yeah. games because you know they need the revenue. Yeah, exactly. Um, what what do you think? Would you would you be shortening or suspending the league, or and then do you think it should be? Do you think the league warden look look like you said it's only it's due to start what? Go to six weeks at this stage, yeah. so it's hard to know what's going to happen within them six weeks. Are we going to get a massive shutdown or lockdown or whatever's going to happen? Yeah. But what do you think? Looking at it now, I think what, 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 I think cases I think cases will peak around mid January. From looking at the two week, the two weeks on, so two weeks on from Christmas will be around mid January. So that's when the most socialization will happen. So that's going to be around mid January. Will it be suspended? It's hard to say. I don't think they can justify suspending it now because of the vaccinations. I can understand that when people weren't vaccinated, yeah, uh, they will probably cut off the guests. So that's what I can imagine they do. Uh, but then again, the FAI's main revenue is probably attendances at them games. So I think it will come down to whether the FAI, if the FAI can make enough money off it without attendances, they will not have people at it. But I don't think they'll suspend or shorten it. I think your main your main career will be around whether people can actually attend games or not. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Um... Yeah, look, it's it's the same thing. Should it be pushed off? Right, let's 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 just go with the with, with how we're feeling. Absolutely fucking not. Do not do not delay it. The, the league suffers enough as it is financially. I don't think it can, it can afford this type of of delay. Um, like I don't know what type of agreement the players have with their with their teams and stuff like that. There is still a handful of of full time, um, teams. I don't know how well equipped they are. To be able to pay these people and then keep kind of going without Anton coming in from the gates. So I don't think you can prolong that time without money. Do you know what I mean? And you fall into like say having five or six pro teams to now going down to having four or three, which is not the way the league wants to go. And I just don't I just think it'd be it'd be fucking awful for the league to to push push it off completely and to stop people coming in. If you're vaccinated and if you're fully vaccinated, you should be allowed to go. You should be allowed to go if you're not vaccinated. I don't care who you are. But, like, a minimum should be if you have a full vaccination, show your cert in the door, no bother. Yeah, good to go. Right, lads, we're going to jump off that. That's enough COVID talk for today. We're going to just jump quickly back on to... The predictions are the game, sorry. Um lads, two o'clock on Sunday, Everton versus Brighton. Uh Paddy, give us a score prediction on these. Lads, we're nearly an hour in, so we won't be spending too much longer on the rest of them. Um Chelsea and Liverpool are coming up and then United and Wolves. I suppose Paddy will want to talk more about United anyway. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk about United during every other one as well. Can you just um, take Rashford off your calendar? He's just pissing me off when I have to look at him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> piss me off no, if I see him on the pitch. January, I'm afraid every show in January you're going to see him I'm afraid yeah. um, you watch okay. right? I'm going to go 1-0 Everton and Calvert Lewin score first okay. well it's um, probably all yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what do you reckon I'm going to go 2-1 Brighton with Trossard to score ooh interesting um, lads I'm going to go with a Yeah, I'm gonna go with a one all draw. I was gonna say Brighton to win. I don't think Everton are, are gonna win. I think fucking Benitez needs to get sacked. That's all I, I want to see. Um, but I think Brighton are gonna win, and I'm gonna say, did I say a score? I said one all, didn't I? One all, yeah. Right, I'm gonna say one all and Brighton to score first and Mopay to score. Lads, moving on to 
an actual this is probably a big game because considering where the two teams are, Leeds and Burnley. Paddy, what do you reckon on this one? Look, two of them are fighting relegation. It's a six pointer. Uh score prediction. Um if Leeds had been away, I would have said probably the Burnley win, but I'm gonna go run nil all draw actually here. Because I think Ooh. Burnley would set up to, to get some sort of result and Leeds unfortunately haven't been playing great. Yeah. What what do you reckon? Yeah, Leeds are in full second season syndrome, aren't they? Mm-hmm. I think I said that at the start of the year. That was my fear for them. Yeah. Rafinha has been playing well, though. I think he'll get a. I think he'll get a big move to a big club. There's talk of him ha- going to um, uh, Rafinha to go to fucking Bayern Munich for fifty million. Yeah, wouldn't be a bad sign. Wouldn't be a bad sign. I think a one 0 Leeds here. I'm either gonna go with Bamford to score or Rafinha. Depending on whether either one of them are out injured or not. Yeah, but I think Bamford is kind of he, he came back into the team and he picked up another little niggle, so I don't know whether he's going to be injured and fit. They've missed him quite a bit, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um lads, I'm gonna go with a Paddy, do you know what? Like I actually agree with you on the nil all, but I think Leeds just for just for the fans, because the fans I have to admit, like out of all the teams in the league, Leeds fans are fucking brilliant there. Um, so I'm gonna say a one 0 win for Leeds, and I'm gonna go with you. Absolutely know no Leeds Leeds supporters, because otherwise you'd never. Oh, I know that. loads of Leeds supporters. Yeah, I, I swear to God, I actually do. Yeah, I do. I know loads of them, and name they it. actually. Uh, am I allowed to name names? I don't know who I am. Do people want to be known as a? The girlfriend's <laughs> father is a Leeds fan for one. Um, so well, that's they have to say he's nice. That's that's how close the home hits. <laughs> uh, <laughs> No, but I do know. I do know. Probably the guts of six or seven uh, Leeds fans, um, and they go over to the games. They actually are season ticket holders and go over to every single home game. Which fair fucks them. Um, I'm gonna say one 0 win. I'm gonna say Dallas to score. Don't think he's a winger. So uh, yeah, lads. Next one: Southampton and Newcastle. Score prediction on this, Paddy. Southampton good result today against Spurs. Uh, Newcastle good performance against United. Um, yeah, let's. Uh, no, I'm not going to talk about United again. Um, but <laughs> during the United game, um, their two top strikers both went off injured, so yeah. I won't go for a Newcastle result. Um, I'm going to go for Southampton to win one nil, and I cannot think of a second player. What <laughs> Yes, him. <laughs> uh, water, what do you reckon? Yeah, I don't think it'll be a safe bet to go for Newcastle because their game against Everton on Thursday has been postponed now because they can't field the team. So between, I think it's between injuries and COVID that they can't field the team. So I don't know whether this game will go ahead on Sunday. Fair enough. And then, um, oh, if it does, have, what are we saying? I'm going to go 1 0 Southampton. Uh, I think. Bednarak still play for Southampton. Send that. Jesus, I don't know. I think he does. Yeah, well, if he comes up against Kieran fucking Clark, he's gonna score a header on a corner anyway. So, uh, I actually agree with you. Water. I think it's gonna be a one 0 win. Um, and I'm going to say Adams to score for Southampton. Um, I think he'll chip in the goal. Lads, next one: Chelsea and Liverpool. Um, look, lads. I'd love to talk about this one all night, but we won't. Uh, Chelsea obviously a decent win. Against Villa, three one. Lukaku was back in the team, and he looked fucking. After me, he looked quality. Um, came back in, won a penal, scored a goal. Now, when he won the penal, he looked like he absolutely fucking bullied the defenders. Um, I think it was Mings. He made a show of, um, for the goal. Mings didn't even get up off the ground against them. Um, so I'm gonna go, lads. I'm gonna go with a Chelsea win on this one. Uh, I'm gonna stick with Chelsea, and I'm gonna say two one. Chelsea, I'd love like like. Let's be honest. I think fucking Liverpool have just as much chance beating us. Probably if not more of a chance. But I just see Chelsea getting fucking something out of them for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, Paddy, what do you think? Um, am I looking at Liverpool now? Is it still? We still looking at one 0 to Leeds or Leicester? Or is it now? Yeah, still one 0 Yeah. If they if they get result uh, tonight, I think um, there'll be more whinging going on, um, and I'm could turn into what happened last season, and they might just fall apart. Uh, but do I think Chelsea will get the win? Probably not. Do I think they could get a draw? Very likely. 
Um, although now, as I think about it, the last game Chelsea Liverpool played, Chelsea had a player sent off. Am I the right? No. At Anfield. Oh, the last game with Chelsea and Liverpool. Yeah. Oh, um, Chelsea had who got sent off? Yeah, someone got sent off in like fifteen minutes. Was it Thiago Silva? Was it? Oh, was it? Silver? But you held on to the draw, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, we got the draw. Yeah, one all draw. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna actually go for a Chelsea win here because I think he's have a point to prove after the Anfield game. So I'm gonna go for a two two nil win for Chelsea and Lukaku to score. Okay, nice one. Um what? I'm gonna go with a draw here. I think Chelsea have a better chance of beating Liverpool, but I also think Liverpool have Salah. So that kind of throws it all up in the air because he just needs one moment to kind of pull it out. So I'm going to go one-all. I'm going to go with Salah to score a leveller in the last 10 minutes. It's not what we want to see, War. It's not what we want to see. Um, lads, we're going to move on to the next one. Paddy's going to cream himself again here because we get to talk about United again. Uh, we're over an hour, lads, so we won't spend long. Paddy, just score predictions, please. Water, we'll come to you first. We'll leave Paddy uh, foaming at them out there. Um, how do you see this one going? Oh, who knows what United? Who the fuck knows? Um, I'd say United will probably pull it out of the bag by just getting their teeth with David De Gea, probably making about 10 billion saves. <laughs> so let's go with 2-1 United and Ronaldo to save the day and do a whinge and celebration in the corner flag. <laughs> uh, Paddy, what do you think? I really Talking don't like that negativity water, I have to say. I'm really, really not impressed with the amount of <laughs> negativity there. No one's ever uh, impressed with me, Paddy. You need to learn this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, two home games for United now. Let's hope the form picks up. I'm going to go for a United win uh, against a Wolves team who haven't... Their performances don't match their league position um, from what I've seen. Yeah. Uh, but United 2 Nil and Fernandez to score. Oh, Fernandez of all people. Um, yeah, look, lads, I do think you know they're probably still gonna have too much for um Wolves in this game. This is a half five on Monday, by the way. Uh, is that correct? Is that half five? Oh, yeah, half five, isn't it? Half eight on Monday. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, half five. it's a bank holiday. It's a bank holiday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was right, I was right. Um, Apologies. yeah, I do, I do see them having too much. I'm gonna say a Tight game though. I'm gonna say a two-one win for United. Um and I'm gonna go with gonna go with Cravani to score. For some reason I have a feeling that he's going to probably come on as a sub and score. Um, he's still, so um fit. He should be, shouldn't he? Well, he's just he's been very in and out this season. Yeah. Um yeah, so look, I'm gonna go with United win. I don't think there's um there's gonna be too much kind of to worry about for them there in that game. But I don't think it'll be that easy either at the same time. So, lads, that concludes everything we have for today. Um, oh, just just one other thing that I just want to jump into real quick. It's the... Um... <laughs> hold on until hold on I get the whiskey. <laughs> Fuck, the Guinness is not strong enough for this shit. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. We're not, we're not doing a paddy. I wouldn't do that to you. Oh, um, yes, you would. Funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, lads, we're going we're gonna to call it a day on that one. Um, we're hoping kind of to have, get a couple of guests on in the next couple of weeks, I suppose, again. Um, it's hard around Christmas, so I'm trying to get a hold of and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, there is kind of a few people we have hopefully lined up to come on uh we had a great chat last week with andy mcnulty just all about his career um i really enjoyed that chat i have to admit paddy he was fucking he was very good wasn't he it's a, it's a story like everyone has a story like not everybody knows like everybody's story but that one was fucking brilliant i thought yeah. almost a year down this pod collie and i have to say that since we've started now what we've three guests on so far the, yeah. This interviewing guests thing is, is a real plus for the show. It really is. Yeah, it's really yeah. good, really, really interesting. And I think it's the viewers could get a lot from it. I have to say, yeah. a lot of interesting topics coming up. Yeah, really good. And it's not, and it's not even like, look, they're not world beaters. Do you know what I mean? They're 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 people that have had very good careers and what they've done, and they they've, they've done really well. Um, but it's not one that it's they're not millionaires. Do you know what I mean? They're still kind of down to earth people. They're very mm. relatable people. Um, 
So, yeah, I, th- I think that's the type of pair that people are going to be going for because, like I said, everybody has their own story. And, and to hear until we can get the millionaires, are, and then it'll be like, fuck them, fuck those. yeah, yeah. And then we're like, yeah. oh, I can't believe we used, to, we used to get them. Yeah. Uh, no, but we will, we do have a couple of uh, a couple of people lined up, like, and I'm got to be honest with you, I'm going to start trying to get some League of Ireland players on. Um, current League of Ireland players, I think that that people would like to hear from. Um, so I think, look, I'm not going to throw any names out at the moment. But I do, I do think that we will have a couple of decent guests coming on in the next next month or two anyway, um, and a couple of other events or whatever you want to call them coming up as well. With hopefully a few fucking few extra videos on YouTube and stuff like that with with a little bit of content. What right now we we've kind of I, I took your your drone with it with a camera on it there today just to up the um the L production quality of what we're doing at the moment. So if we can get that sorted. And I can get myself a good one of them. Um, yeah, look, I think we're we're going in the right direction. Uh, if you are watching this or listening to this on Spotify or anything like that, make sure you you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure you go on to Facebook as well. Follow us on Facebook, Beyond the Ball. You will find us there. Um, where else are we? We're on Instagram, Twitter. obviously. Twitter. We're on Twitter. We're live on Twitter at the moment as well. We're on Twitch. Don't really use that. Um. And we're on TikTok as well, so get on and follow us there. Uh, so, yeah, look, we're going to end at that, lads. We won't, we won't dwell on it too much longer. Uh, so, War, nice to see you again. And thank you for your appearance this week. Thanks, lads. Always good to be here. And, Paddy, we'll talk to you next week, yeah? Yeah, cheers, man. Thank you. Everyone, happy thanks for year, watching. Everyone. Happy New yeah, Year. Happy New year. happy New Year. All that. Good tidings. Good tidings to you and you and your king. Um, we will be back the same time next week, Cafe on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. So we will talk to everybody then.